Hi, welcome to my podcast. My name is Dana Rosicenario and I'm a junior in Nightdale High School. The revisions I would make to the speech, I Have a Dream by Martha Luther King to reach the current audience would be instead of saying Negroes, I would say minorities because there are a lot more different backgrounds now than there was before. There are many things that I think are unequal still in the United States. One of them has to be doing with race, with gender, with age gaps. Race has always been a very delicate situation in the United States. Whiteness has not just been about the matter of skin tone. It's always been about privilege and the placement of power. Hispanic Americans are growing in number, coveted by the nation's political parties and the nation's immigration laws. There are a lot of Hispanics who are illegal and cannot vote. They still do live here and they still do deserve the right to have a voice. Many of those immigrants are here not because they want to steal jobs or not because they have they don't have their own home they have their own home but they sometimes have to run away because the situation is where their life gets in so much danger that they can't live there no more where they have to protect their loved ones and that means leaving what they've always known leaving a place where they grew up where they have made their life and just have to drop everything and go somewhere else just so their loved ones can still be safe the hispanics who can vote often try to not go into any non-competitive districts and states. There are 17% of Hispanics in the population that do vote. And the sentence race likely to determine whether Democrats or Republicans control the chamber, Hispanic voters will probably make up less than 3% of the electors. The explanation for the gap starts with the most basic rule for voter eligibility. People must be over the age of 18 to vote. 28% of American Hispanics are under 18, compared to the 22% of non-Hispanics. Voting age adults must be United States citizens to vote, yet 69% of adult citizens that are Hispanic are compared to 96% of adults that are non-Hispanic. That makes it seem very unfair for those who aren't allowed to vote, who don't have a right to say, oh, I think this would be the better choice for where my children live. Because it's not just for them that they're voting. They're also voting for the, their kids who don't have a voice yet, who aren't 18 yet. Hispanics make up just an 11% of voting eligibility population. Eligibility Hispanics are also less likely to vote than other Americans. A big part of this reason is because of dem- demographic. Hispanics are younger than other Americans, and voters of all racial and ethnic backgrounds become significantly more likely to vote as they age. In 2012, the turnout rate for potential Hispanic voters was 48%, compared to the 622 percent among blacks in the 64.1 percentile of among whites. The lower Hispanic turnout rate is not as significant a factor as eligibility in geographics, causing to reduce the Hispanic share of elector, especially in the midterm elections. But this is not everything. There isn't really someone in the Congress or in the government 
or even as a presidential candidate to represent Hispanics. It is very unlikely for there to be anyone else but white candidates. Yes, they all support Hispanics because that's what we want to hear. It's not really... Well, it might be because Bernie Sanders, he says he supports and he has a plan to get rid of the immigration cages that Donald Trump has built where there's children, immigrant children that are in cages who sometimes don't even get the three meals they deserve. They get, they don't even get nutritious meals. They get snacks, which are like chips, which have a lot of sodium. And sometimes their lips are so dry that they start bleeding. This is not fair to these children. There has been from, from two months to 15 year olds or even more. Like, this is not how children are to be treated. Even, not even caring what race they are. Children are children. People are people. It's not, you shouldn't be judged on your race. You should be judged on your actions. That's what really counts. Equity can be tackled in our school by not having any decisions made based on race or based on gender based on age nothing like that if there for example if there is a hispanic club or an arab club or an asian american club that wants to incorporate something in the school like in their back from their backgrounds like they should be allowed to do it because first of all it's very educative like people get to learn from those experiences the way that we used math and we use critical thinking creativity communication and collaboration in our mural project was we used math by measuring out how we saw something on a paper making it so many times bigger to make the mural be our canvas um we measured out the triangles and it was spray painted so that the other people could paint it and like the letters were also spray painted and they were then colored or painted in with outdoors paint um we use communication and collaboration by every every period in Mr. Steel that Mr. Steel had every period did something like one period was spray paint the other would put the painters tape and paint half of them and then the other class would do the same thing and when it was like in the class it would be like students telling each other like oh we got these like y'all can do those or stuff like that um we use critical thinking by by us judging if we saw something that we didn't think was really good of a job we would go and fix it or we wouldn't just leave it like that because we wanted it to look good 